What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Bitcast, episode 152. It's a lovely Saturday morning here, and we've got Mr. Dan Rodriguez, myself, and a new guest in the house. So, Dan, I'll start with you, mate. How you doing? I'm good, man. Like, we just have, like, we should just do, like, it would be far superior to anything that we do, like, two hours of that on a loop for our entire <laughs> show. <laughs> and then at the very end, we're like, thanks, guys, and we just come in and then take off. Probably get more viewers than our normal show. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, that thing is fire. I love Diego. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I finally got the shirt. I see it. Yeah, I see it, man. And now, is that one of the knockoffs, or you know, is that a real? Well, it's not official Yakuza gear. It was like 13 bucks. (laughs) I'm not not about to pay that kind of crazy $47 (laughs) shirt. That's nuts. This does the same thing. Yeah, Yeah, nobody knows what the hell it is anyway. What's that thing called anyway? I don't remember. It's 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 Oni Michu. Oh, Me that's too. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, I know. Well, I've only played one of the games. I mean, that's well, fair. I've played a couple, but you know what I mean? Like, truly played one of them, so. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't so. hold against you. <laughs> Guessed him for the first time. One of our favorite people in the community. You know him well. Mr. Jay Fonzarelli from his, obviously, his own channel and the RDX podcast. How are you doing, sir? Um. I am doing awesome. Thank you guys for the invite. It's honestly, I've been waiting for it. I told you, Ains. Uh, Yeah, I enjoy your guys' perspectives. Uh, I enjoy what you guys do here on this channel. Everything you've done here, Ains, I really enjoy. So keep it up, man. It's, It's really awesome. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. So, no, it's great to have you on. I know we've chatted offline about a bunch of things. Um, I, I honestly think the three of us should just talk Red Dead 2 for two hours, personally. But, oh, my gosh. We could do that. Yeah, <laughs> We sure could. We sure could. We could. <laughs> but, no, man, it's great to have you on. So, um, you know, you, you watch the show. And so, you know, being a first-time guest, got a couple questions for you just for the audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, get to know you a little better. So, give us a brief uh gaming history you know where you started what got you into it um where you come uh, from okay so um uh okay so it all started back in 1982 uh okay. got my about the same Atari time as me yeah. it was uh we, we had just come to the from the philippines i lived in the philippines for seven years first seven years of my life wow and i got i got here to uh, the states we lived with family we didn't have much money or anything so we stayed with family and uh, one of our, uh, I believe it was uh, my uncle or somebody, got an Atari 2600, and that's how we started playing. Like, we we played Pac-Man and Stampede and all these mm-hmm. games, Adventure. Yeah, man. And then, you know, throughout the years, my, my parents, you know, we didn't have much, but they would they would somehow get us, like, all the consoles. Like, we'd get the NES, maybe a little later than some people got sure. it, you know, not right when it came out, but we got the NES, the Genesis, uh, all these consoles. And when I started working at a younger age, you know, uh, 15, 16 years old, I, I decided that I was going to start helping purchase these consoles and stuff. Okay. So I would save up money and I bought things like stupidly as I even got older, I bought things like the 3DO for $700. And that was just uh, one of the biggest wastes in my life. You know, when it came to consoles, like th- that thing was a samurai showdown uh, machine for me. Uh, Cause back then I really loved fighting games, street fighter two, all that stuff. Um, so that was a really good uh, console for that game, uh, Sewer Shark and all that other stuff that it came. And, oh you know, yeah, trash. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I, so I've had a long history ga- with games. If we didn't own it, one of our neighbors did, and we played it. You know, so we've played pretty much everything growing up, and of course arcades as well. 
And uh, yeah, I had just haven't, I never grow, grew out of it. So uh, gaming is here to stay. I'll probably be playing until I'm not here anymore. So that's fantastic, man. I think, uh, I think you, Dan, and I share pretty similar journeys there in terms that's of time frames and systems and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Those, uh, those days are hard to recreate, man. It's some very nostalgic memories. No, so I, those days were awesome, man. Like, I, I wish I could like do it all over again. I'm sure a lot yeah. of us do, but it, it's people like nowadays, like gamers nowadays, they have it good. They yeah, they have do. It really good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This online connectivity is just amazing for games. Yeah. Amazing. It's ridiculous. We're, we're definitely spoiled. Um, that's great. Yeah. Um, so I, I know uh, we've talked a little bit about this, but do you have like uh, going back? Do you have a favorite franchise, um, and then kind of tied into that same question mm. of a singular kind of greatest game of all time, or favorite? My game favorite of all time. franchise of all time. Uh, you know, I've, I could go through a slew of of games that I really love. Um, I have a special spot in 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 my heart for games like Final Fantasy VII. Okay, uh, I have, I love. Uh, you know, even The Last of Us, I think, is a great game. But yep. for me, you know, playing thousands of games throughout my life, I, I'd have to go back to Red Dead Redemption, um, okay. that franchise. Uh, th 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 those games are just freaking amazing. I, I mean, from the storylines to the gameplay, I had so much fun with those games. To the world, awesome. the, the worlds are amazing. I mean, it's awesome. Even if you go back to Red Dead Redemption 1, the worlds are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're incredible. Yeah. Um, I think what they accomplished with each of those at their release was almost like, uh, you know, not revolutionary per se, but it really kind of pushed the industry industry boundaries at the time when they were when they were. Yeah. And yeah. if I had to choose a console, my favorite yeah. console would be Dreamcast. Of all Man. Time. Wow. Another one. What's happening? Yeah. The, the Dreamcast was an amazing console, man, from everything from the VMUs to, yeah. you know, I mean, that thing was the first console that I had that was connected online, you know, and you could play games like NFL 2K5 with your friends oh, and yeah. stuff. It was amazing. Uh, Fantasy Star Online as well. Uh, good times, man. That machine was way ahead of it, uh, ahead of its time, for sure. It was. It was. It's funny. I don't know if it's the audience we have here. That's probably a big chunk of it. But there's so many guests that have said Dreamcast is their favorite console. And I have to think it was Sega's amazing. just like, where were you when we needed you? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so sad that Sega, you know, went out of the console market because when it started, I, I had bought everything uh, Sega, honestly. I, yeah. I bought the the Saturn. I bought all, you know, all their failed consoles, the 32X, you know, <laughs> yes. which was just I an add-on. But still, it, I mean, even the Sega CD, I mean, that thing was just basically an improvement on sound. Uh, that's all it really did with eight times the load times. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I, I I bought them because I I really loved Sega games back then. Yeah, so. yeah, me too. Yeah, I think many of us did. Um, it's funny. I, you mentioned the 32x. I don't know if you guys have seen. If you see 32x's, especially some of the games for it now, like what they go for price wise, it's absurd. Yeah. It's absurd how oh, much. Oh, it's absurd worth. what what older games period go for now. Yeah, that's true. Even even buying PS3 games now is kind of expensive because of all the news that you know the store was going away and all yeah. that. Yep, GameCube's yeah. the same way. Like if you go Nintendo 64 GameCube games, they're just they're skyrocketing in value. It's crazy. GameCube, the last great Nintendo console, in my opinion. Uh oh, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I, that was a real traditional console that had a lot of third party support. 
It uh, it, honestly, it was my favorite Nintendo console, hands down. Wow. Okay. That's a yeah. That's a, that's another conversation we could get into. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. One thing I wanted to ask you just before we get into the topics, because I know Dan and I even have talked about this about you, um, positive way, by the way. <laughs> Is, okay, I was just waiting for it. What's happening now? It's like a gotcha moment. <laughs> no 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 not here um but is is the way you do your videos and the um kind of sense of humor and the culture that you put into them so it, it they they seem to have a little of your family culture a little of the culture from where maybe you grew up or some of your mm-hmm. you know your history um and obviously the era which we were just discussing that we grew up in yeah. and i think that's yeah. really unique um it's not easy to kind of capture that in a light-hearted comical way and yet you managed to do it and i think that's why i love your content i'm serious dan and i have actually talked about this offline um so i I just yeah i don't know if you want to say anything about that or or you know what inspires you to do that i'll just say what inspires me to do it is the fact that you know i did come from a time where it was just um i would say easier it i i think growing up in in the 80s and and early 90s was a really just a much better time. Um, okay. We had, you know, we didn't have all the connectivity and stuff, but man, what we did have is, is we, we had to make up a lot of things. Like we, we had imagination for things like this, you know, and we, we played video games and stuff, couch co-op with our friends and stuff. And yeah, we cracked jokes with each other and it was just a different time. And I, I feel like um, I want to kind of put some of that into my videos, you know, and that's, that's where some of the humor comes from. That's where some of the, you know, of course that's where some of the eighties nostalgia comes from, especially like with games talk live, I'm bringing uh, a different sense to my, the way I want to cast, so to speak, live stream. I, I want to bring sort of a, an old eighties radio vibe to it. If you understand, like, I I just, I I don't know. I grew up on talk radio. I grew up on (laughs) freaking you know, uh, video games and that's just me it's just you know that's what it is man it's that it's that nostalgia that talk radio kind of thing i love watching the videos i mean the yeah. intros they they get you to that point where where you when you get into the meat of the topic you're already like just whatever this is it's just gonna be awesome i appreciate regardless that, man. Man. no I it's, appreciate it's they're fantastic yeah, some people some people love it some people hate it I, honestly i I, really? I feel like sometimes i'm very polarizing because i get some nasty comments sometimes and it's like, really dude, uh that's dumb yeah yeah come on man uh, but you know i think i appealed more to an older audience because that's what it shows in my uh, analytics uh that that people over 35 pretty much okay. gravitate to what i do and i think it's it's based on the fact that they relate yeah you know, no you grew up in the time too. So you, you know how it was and you can see some of that. So I think they relate. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Very cool. Yeah. When you, uh, so, you know, I was in the chat with you and, um, when you were interviewing Chris, uh, last week and, uh, when you busted yeah. into the the quiz in the middle of it, I just started cracking up, man. Um, I yeah, was like, you know, again, eighties game show vibe, you know, that's, that's <laughs> me, man, you know, <laughs> that's great. But yeah. Chris was awesome too. Chris was an awesome first guest. I really like that dude. He's he's a good guy. Yeah, I hadn't listened to him uh, on many shows, only a couple times briefly. So yeah. uh, it was interesting to hear some of his perspectives for sure. And he's obviously yeah. got a varied history, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, very knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
So let's get into it, man. What are we what are we currently playing, guys? I know I'm going to talk, you know, as extensive as we want to get into Returnal, um, but I know you guys aren't playing it, so I'll I'll keep that probably a little briefer. But Fonz, you playing anything good, man? What have you been up to? I've actually been playing Octopath Traveler on the okay. Xbox. Yeah. Um, because it's in Game Pass. Uh, yeah. I have to, you know, it's a funny thing. I've had switches. I've got two switches in the house, but <laughs> I just don't play them. Uh, one never gets used. And the other, my, my son uses it all the time. He loves the switch and he plays yeah. it a lot, but you know, I never gave it much. I'm not into handhelds and yeah. you know, so it's not a big thing for me, but being able to play a game like Octopath Traveler and Game Pass is, is, is really awesome because it's a good game, man. It's a great JRPG, and if you're into it, I, I recommend it. It's fun, and it's okay. it, it's cool. Got a good little storyline. I'm having fun with it. Nice. Yeah, I love the art direction in that game. I I, I kind of struggle. Yeah. I didn't finish it. I only Old got school. so far through it. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's got that really classic oh, it, look. Oh, it's long. Yeah. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. yeah. Some of the uh, boss battles are really well done, too. Uh, reminds yeah, me, I don't know if you ever played it, but if you if – you, if you haven't uh, and you like those kind of old school JRPG style games, is Child of Light, fantastic little game. I've man. heard about that. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me a lot of like Chrono Trigger, you know, back in the day. The classics. Yeah. 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 Yep. And um, yep. Child of Light has that. It's like a Ubisoft artistic game. It's it's not super long. It's maybe 10, 15 hours, but it's just really well done. Yeah. But well, cool, man. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what are you up to, man? Gosh, I've been kind of jumping all over the place. Um, I know you're playing Nier, right? Yeah. I finished the first ending of near. Okay. Uh, so I'm kind of working on that and kind of jump between that and MLB. Now that they've patched it, it seems like it's working. I'm still kind of <laughs> checking out the progression stuff. Um, I'll know more after my, my next game, my next game, because I, I don't know. I, I don't want to get into it too much, but it, it's, it's it, that, that, that's the thing that kind of pushed me away from it for a minute, but they, they did a good job. Hopefully, you know, the, the progression will be, flawless from here on out so i'm gonna keep pushing uh here's a psa for everybody uh don't buy judgment if you already bought judgment the remastered for the ps5 and the xbox if you already have that game you'd probably be all right because i bought that i forgot i bought it and so i I had it on on the ps5 and i was like oh shit it just popped up, right? And I was just like, oh, man, I forgot to pre-order this. All right, cool. I'll go through it and play it again. Looks great. It's still a good game, but it's not, you know, you don't see that humongous improvement. It's at 60 it, FPS, but the game never really benefited from that as much as you'd think it would. So, Isn't it in Game Pass? Judgment isn't, no. <clears throat> really? No. Oh, I don't okay. think it is. If it is, I really, really screwed up. But... <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I, I it, I don't because well, it never came to the Xbox. This is the first time it came to it. I think right. The so you get the it's the enhanced version. It's like forty dollars. You get all the DLC with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've never played it, I definitely recommend it. If you liked any of the other Yakuza games, yeah, definitely jump into it. But if you have played it, I don't think that the it's like some kind of huge leap forward. You know, especially given what we've seen with other games and everything. Got I still it. like it. Still fun. Uh, but I feel a little disappointed in myself because I could have used that money for something else. You're so, good at that. You're oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really matter. I mean, that's 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 what happens. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's it's. I'm surprised it didn't come to Game Pass as soon as I pre-ordered it. Maybe yeah, that's what right, I was thinking. Right. I was like, I pre-ordered it. 
for sure it'll come to Game Pass now. No. Yeah, gotcha. So, yeah, Sh- uh, Shizuna said Judgment is not in Game Pass, so you're no. good. It's super good, though. He's right. Okay. For sure. It's, it's, I wish I, this is a little shout out. Onu, right here. He, he makes an appearance. Okay. At All some right. point in the game. So, nice. You know, no spoilers. Nice. We get a super chat from Victor. Victor, what's up, man? Always a good supporter. Thank you so much. Not much. Contribute a bit with the little I have. Hey, not expected, man. Do not feel obligated. Thank you so much uh, for the support you do give us. For sure. Um, I don't even, to be honest, Victor, type it in the chat. I don't even know what SEK is. Does anyone know what currency that is? I don't know yeah. what that is. No. 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 But, but I appreciate it no matter what, man. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So let's, uh, we'll segue because I'm playing Returnal. Uh, mm-hmm. And I've basically played nothing but for the past few days. So uh, we were going to jump into some PlayStation news, which, of course, the biggest news of the week for PlayStation is that Returnal launch, which is kind of the first. I won't say huge AAA game, but it is the first kind of first party, uh, you know, type uh, exclusive for the year for PlayStation. And um, yeah, it's good. It's it's really good. Um, I'm reviewing it. I I don't you know, I'm not at a place yet where I want to give any kind of final judgments on it. Uh, I've probably got about 15 hours in it, maybe, maybe more. Uh, I've been playing it nonstop. And yeah, and it's it's solid, man. It's 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 very pretty uh especially when you think of the environment and the particle effects and there's an awful lot going on at times in the game and save for a handful of open world not open world but when you're in the bigger areas um a handful of times i've seen it slow down just slightly outside of that man when even when there's 200 particles on the screen and 10 enemies and you're running around it's super smooth um it's tough i think everyone's kind of heard it's tough um but it's uh it's neat it's this very weird game uh because it's not only mysterious from a story standpoint but the i don't think we've seen a game like this what i was just telling dan before we got started was it's like they took the mechanics of a shmup which are some of my favorite games of all time i'm a shmup diehard they took the mechanics of that they mixed it with some souls-ish elements and then they put it in a third person over the shoulder action game and it's it's really mm-hmm. interesting. Um, it has uh, the um, haptics are really well done. So you actually like even even on the left trigger when you aim, you pull it like halfway and you aim your gun normally. If you pull it all the way, it switches to an alternate fire, and you're constantly kind of balancing between mm-hmm. that. And it gives you haptic feedback on when you're when certain things happen. So like your alt fire, for instance, has a cooldown. Uh, and when that you can, it has a little sound effect that gets escalates as it rebuilds. But when it reloads fully, you get a little vibration, you know, a little, and it, it's, there's just a lot of little kind of design elements in the sound and the haptics that are incredibly well done. How, um, how, how is that trigger? Cause I would think that would annoy the hell out of me. Took like me about, um, took me about a couple hours to get used to it um, mm-hmm. because you know, especially with a game like this, I tense up, right? Yeah. Like you're 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 so yeah. focused, you tense, and so I found myself accidentally pulling into the alt fire just out of tension. I've heard that. Right. Yeah. Um. But I've heard people are struggling with that actually. It, it can it can be a problem it. because if your alt fire is on cooldown, right, and you pull the trigger all the way down, it just flashes red. It's like because eh, eh, you can't shoot. Uh. The only way to shoot is if you're half holding it. Or, you, or not holding it at all. You can run and gun freely. Can you adjust the tension? Because I would think if it was like really a lot of tension, you might be able to 
you know, it might be a little easier. But so or you can turn I, it off though. I don't no? think so. You can, I, you, I can you can but I think there's a way to switch from doing it that way or remap the buttons. Yeah, yeah. You, that's can what custom, I think you can custom remap the buttons, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. but because I haven't tried I've switching people, the tension. I heard people were like in the middle of boss fights and they would hit it automatic uh, uh accidentally and they would, you know, mess up and die, you yeah. know. And that would be kind of frustrating. I've had instances of that, but I, I would I will say now that I've played it more, right? I get more time in it. I you do it used less. To it. Yeah, I do it yeah. less. I, I'm much more balanced with what I'm doing. Um, trying to think what else I can mention real quick. Like I said, I don't want to stay too long on it because you guys aren't playing it. What I was explaining to Dan, and let me get to this. What's up, guys? Good to see everyone. Arch in the house. Arch, man. Arch um, over in Germany, our buddy. He uh, he got came down with COVID this week. Um, and it, oh, sorry to hear that, bud. Yeah, and it was it was hitting him pretty hard. So I hope you're starting to come on the rebound, brother, and uh, hope you're feeling better. He's a good guy that makes uh, some great content too. He does come out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've he's been on this show several times, so he'll definitely yeah. uh, be back again. Bomber in the house, thanks, man. Remember, Insider is fast at Halo. <laughs> You're all are awesome. <laughs> thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Um, like Carl said, the audio. Yeah, the audio is probably one of the coolest aspects of uh, Returnal. It's it's just incredibly environmental. It's awesome. Um, here's one thing that's going to be my review, which I'll kind of give you a preview and some insight into, because I don't see a lot of people talking about this. So I'm a huge shmup fan, played them my entire life, right? I have 100% Cuphead, all the modern stuff. I bought R-Type yesterday. Um, and I'm also a big Souls fan, beaten Dark Souls 3 multiple times, Bloodborne, Souls 1. I'm just, I'm a fan of all these games. What Returnal tries to do is take a shmup, combine some Souls elements and put it in a third-person action game. And overwhelmingly, it works well. In fact, almost surprisingly well. Like, I wouldn't have thought you could do that. One of the small complaints I have is that, however, um, in a shmup, right, you're on a 2D plane typically, uh, and you can see, even if it's a bullet hell game, you can see all the projectiles on the screen at once along with your character. And therefore, if you're really talented or, or play it a lot, you can maneuver through them or figure out mentally how to work through it. In a Souls game, they're known for being challenging, right? But when you're fighting an enemy, they have uh, choreographed movements and you have iframes as you're rolling, you know, or dodging or blocking to where if you're good, you're t it's all about timing, right? Um, and that's why you see people who can't even get past the first boss, yet you see people who can beat all the games without even getting hit once. You know, it's just, it's a skill level. What Returnal does well for the most part is combine all those. But because it's 3D and because enemies have different attack types, some can teleport. I put a clip up last night. A guy teleported behind me and that I didn't hilarious. realize it. Yes, it sucks, by the way. That was like that was like 45 minutes into that run. Mm -hmm. um, so the problem is, is that you can't always see all the projectiles um, and you don't have any sense of where enemies kind of always are they can move around you and you can get bullets from all directions um and your dash does have invulnerability you can dash through projectiles but it's short right it's a short mm. dash and it has a cooldown it's not endless it, it's like dash and then you have to wait a second or two and then dash and so what i found is you can have moments in there where like you'll jump over one projectile dash through another but something hits you in the back that you never even knew was there. You know what I mean? And it's very hard to keep a full 360 awareness of what's going on. 
So it's it is part yeah, of the challenge. They expect you to do that. Oh, yeah. you have to do that. Yeah, you have to do that. Um, yeah. In fact, by the time you get to the second boss and, I, and beyond, it's required. Ains, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I've also heard that the dodge is very uh, not very good. Um, like a lot of people are saying the dodge isn't very good. And I've heard people say it doesn't feel like it, it helps much. Yeah, it's, so it's really smooth. And uh, you can dash through projectiles, like I said. Um, but I think that the issue I have with it is you can you can do it short or you can do it long, depending on how hold you button, how long you hold the button. But even if you hold it, the long I would like to see the dash be longer, in in, in mm. length. I think that would help it because even in its longest, it's only like a very short amount, and so it, based on some of the size of the arenas and the levels. The dash doesn't help you a whole lot sometimes. Yeah. Um, that that's about it. And again, this is getting a little nitpicky. Overwhelmingly, like I said, most of this is very well done. Um, and especially for their first foray into something like this, um, it's impressive. But anyway, yeah. Um, what's going on, everyone? HTK in the house. Chris, fastback. What's going on, Kev? Cyber man, good to see all you guys. What one thing I wanted to ask you though is, yeah. uh, what about the um, the saving aspect of the game that's a point of contention with a lot of people and i I, look i haven't played the game personally but i've read on how the game save works yep and it seems pretty horrible if you don't have a lot of time to invest in one sitting yes and you know i'm i'm of the mind that you know we come from an era where we had games that didn't have checkpoints and saves either yes and but we left our consoles on for days at times just so we can get through games. That was a fact. Yep. But we shouldn't rely on that kind of stuff nowadays. We shouldn't rely on quick resumes or these suspend features because they don't always work. Sometimes yeah. it will cut out and start over. Yep. So my thing with this is like, look, I, I appreciate that the game is tough. But when you create a game that doesn't give you the option to save, it's a cheap way of making it tough. Because it's not the fact that maybe you're great at the game, but you just don't have two hours to invest it in one at one time, yeah. and 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 if you have to start over because you had to turn it off, that would be quite frustrating. It's like, don't disrespect my time as a gamer. Yeah, uh, you know that's that's the way I feel about it. I, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah. So. I can talk on that too. Let me get to Z Z Black. What's up, man? Good to see you. Uh, There's a good chance I was mean to Mr. Fonzarelli buy him coffee, Ains. (laughs) (laughs) You take care of that problem. Yeah, if if you were mean, I don't remember. So uh, I don't remember stuff. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay value two fifty for a cup of coffee, brother. Uh, You know, (laughs) keep the money. I'm just glad to be here and talk to you guys. All good. Thanks, Z Black. Good to see you, brother. yeah, so I'm I'm mixed on it. Um, I, I'm always, you know, I try to be really balanced when I think about these things. And to be clear, yeah. people who know me know I like a hard game and I like challenges. Um, and I'm okay. Like when we have the conversation about should souls have varying difficulties, you know, I'm in the no camp. It should. Um, now, I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole debate. But <laughs> no, and I, and I agree with that. I, I, I do. It's fine. Yeah. But in this game, it. it I think there are some valid complaints to a degree of the run. So most roguelites, if you, if you really want to call this a roguelite and it kind of is it kind of not um, it's got, it, it is in a way. Um, so most roguelites, right? You do quick runs. So you'll do 10, 15 minute runs. And then 
depending on what you decide to do, there is a there's all the progression that resets every run, right? But you can slowly power yourself up um, as you die mm -hmm. so that you can get further and further into the game. That's the roguelike formula. What this game, one of the complaints I have with this game is that almost nothing, and I'm trying to think, there's very, very little that carries with you after you die. Um, and so you can spend two hours on a run, and, and these reports are accurate. You can spend two hours on a run, uh, and I've done it last night, today, even this morning before the show, where you get to a point um, and something happens, you die uh, for whatever reason, and then you are, you're back at the ship, which starts in biome one, by the way. It's right at the beginning of the game. Um, and you're, you're starting over. Now, what they do, there are some things they did to help that. Um, and I don't know how much you want me to go into it. But for instance, once you beat the first boss in the first biome, um, you can then basically run through the first biome to get to the portal, which takes you to the second biome. So it's not like you have to play through the whole first biome again every time you die. Yeah. So, I've heard if you beat a boss, you don't have to beat a boss again. No, you however, don't. However, you do like lose all your collectibles and, and weapons. Correct. You do. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm not playing a game like that. It's just... <laughs> and then what I found this because morning is... It, it's sad because, okay, so the way I look at this, Ains, is like, yeah. let's say you're making a good run and you're an hour and 45 minutes in and you're just about to get to that next section, and yep. then all of a sudden it freezes. Yep. Your game freezes up. Yep. And then you got to start over. Happened to me on, thir on Thursday that's, night. That's not cool at all. I, I would give up. I would give up at that point. <laughs> I would. So it, it's happened to me twice where once while playing, the game just crashed. Just, you know, boom, oh something gosh. happened. And I was about 45 minutes into a run. And then I had uh, one of the instances you were referring to where, um, you know, I, I had played for like an hour and I had to go do some stuff. So I paused it, put it in quick in uh, uh, what's the PlayStation 5? Suspend, you know, turned it on and the game rest had crashed mode. rest mode while it was in oh, rest mode. So I've had gosh. that twice. Um, but, yeah. You're a trooper. I tell you, you're a trooper. <laughs> it's like they, they did add some things to help you through it. Like I said, you can quickly then get to the next portals. And once you beat the second boss, then you can run through the first biome and immediately get to the third biome and so on. Like there, there are shortcuts, if you will. But it's just it's just not as well done as something like a Souls game with bonfires or some other roguelites where um, you get to keep more of your progression or more some type of powering, leveling between runs it, it that there is yeah, but a little gap there i think i've never i've never heard of another roguelike game that is uh, that takes this long in between each biome though or in between each stage the runs so can be cool. long yeah so yeah when i the second boss gave me a couple fits initially and but what i found was like after i died to him i played again and it took me like another hour and a half to get to him because i didn't really understand the game right so i, I spent an hour and a half got to him died again i'm like shit um, but what I found shortly after that is if I ran through the first biome to the second through this gateway thing, and then if you just run past, there was a portal which goes directly to the boss. So okay. you could, you, I found you could get to him from the start in about 10 minutes if you needed yeah. to. But the problem is, again, is if you do that and don't do anything in between, you're super weak. You don't have anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so then it's a balance of, I don't stand a chance to beat this guy because I have no items. My weapons are basic. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's a weird balancing sucks. act. Um, so it does a lot right 
it's a very good game. My review will come out this week formally once I finish it, of course. Um, but uh, it does have a, a few things that I would, if if I were making it, would be a little different. Yeah. Yeah. Something no, I don't no. like about what I'm hearing about it is like you'll hear people say "game of the year, game of the year," and it's like, look, every time a decent game comes out and nothing <laughs> is really out, they're yelling "game of the year." Yeah. Like, it's it's weird. But yeah. Hey, more power to you, man. I hope you get through it, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely look at your review. Even though I'm not interested in this game, uh, there are aspects of the game I can respect. Like, it is very beautiful. Like the the colors and all the little pretty little lights and bullets coming at you. It, yeah, it, it looks really cool, man. It looks really cool. Yeah, and it's got like really nice environmental effects, uh, kind of fog does, elements. Does it and... feel? Does it feel like Mass Effect Andromeda at all? Because a lot of people ask that, not you know, really. Like the the shooting no. and everything. Okay, no, it's it. it's much more fluid. Like that's one thing they mm. nailed is that the sprinting, the movement, the gun firing. It's incredibly, incredibly fluid, as it has to be, yeah, right? It does for this look type good. of game. Yeah. So yeah. No. But yeah, it's good. So stay tuned for my review. That was just kicking off our PlayStation <clears> news <throat> and finishing up our currently playing. But uh, yeah, a lot more to come on that. It's fast Cyber, what's going on? Johnny Taco in the house. All right, guys. So let's talk about what happened with PlayStation this week. We got a few things. So, state of play, which really, in my opinion, wasn't yeah. much of a state of play. Um, yeah, it was more of a ratchet stage. and clank demo. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, Among Us coming to PlayStation. Subnautica is a free upgrade to a, a new journey if you want to play those. Those were the only other two things shown. But ratchet and clank. Let's talk about that briefly. Um, I, I honestly didn't want to watch this because I am a big platforming fan. Love Ratchet and Clank. I'm super excited for this game. And I, I almost didn't want to watch it just because I like going dark on games I know I'm going to love. But I did a bit, you know, because I wanted to, to so we could talk about it, obviously, and be knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. And man, man, man this looks game so looks phenomenal. My gosh. Yeah. I. Uh, it's, yeah, it's nuts. It, it is. And, you know, I know Drew Murray, who... Uh, you know, went back to Insomniac from uh, Initiative. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he posted this week and said, upon its release, of course, this will be hands down the best looking game ever made. Um, like it'll be I, no debate. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, to stunning. me, it's the most it's the most next generation thing I've seen so far. Me too. And I don't say yeah. that lightly. And and people like to you know were kind of lightheartedly arguing with me on Twitter, saying, "Oh, this could have been done on the PS4." And I'm like, no. No, <laughs> no just couldn't. that lighting, just that lighting alone is amazing. I mean, yeah. seriously, if you watch this thing in 4K, I have an OLED, so I'm watching this thing and I'm like looking at the lighting on the ears and just everything. It's it, it, the way the light bounces off everything is yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. And it does so much for it. And it looks like a CGI, forget CGI. This looks like, you know, the, the cartoon, the, the movie that had come out, Ratchet and Clank. That's yeah. the way it looks. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah, and the I'm environments impressed. are so, like, life, like, you know, they're just filled with life. There's so much going on around you. Um, yep. And it just looks, the colors, kind of everything you said. I mean, I could go on and on. And, and you can tell, too, you know, when they kind of come up, up, up close on the models, you can tell, you know, I don't even really talk about polygons nowadays, but you can just tell how, many there are you know constructing those models because it's you can't just see it that's what i mean it's just unbelievable like right down to yeah. individual fur you know fur uh hairs and stuff on them it's it's really really cool it reminds me of the first yeah. time we saw monsters inc in the theater 
Yeah. When it was yeah, just like you saw Sully and you looked at his fur and you're like, how did they even make it look like that? It feels like yeah. that again. Yeah. Yeah. This, 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 when I think I messaged you, I was like, I don't really think they needed to do that. Like it, it was kind of just one of those things where you're just like, yeah, here's some more. Just at this point, there's times where you hit these games that you know are coming that, you know, you just don't need any more information. You don't need you. you you're already you're either sold on it already or or not. You know, and if you're not, then, you know, you're probably going to be waiting until reviews pop out or, you know, more people get their hands on the game. It looks amazing. I've been sold on this for a while. And and it's mostly because, you, you know, I think us as gamers, we want to see that next level stuff and you know if if this is what it's coming out in june you know six months you know seven eight months whatever it is after the release of their new consoles i can't even imagine in three years what we'll be getting you know yes, so I, i'm super excited about it um if nothing else for just looking at it <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> it's I mean, gonna I be a like, showcase game oh for it sure. is for sure yeah. you know it's, I, I played a little bit of the the 60 fps upgrade for uh the last ratchet and clank yeah. and it looks great you know but i mean even then it still doesn't compare to what we saw on youtube you know yes. through the, no. i mean it, it's crazy to me and it's awesome yeah I'm super with fun. compression yeah, yeah with the compression exactly. it still yeah. looks fantastic and so you know how much more clarity you're going to get to the game when you're actually playing it. It's, it's going to blow our minds. Uh, you know, for me, Insomniac, uh, man, it's just a testament to how good they are. Yeah, uh, I played uh, Miles Morales. That's pretty much the only thing I really played through on my PS5. Okay. And I was blown away by the way it looked. Mm. Like, that game is so pretty. And, and just to think, that is a PS4 game. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even, you know, a PS5 game. Yeah. Just wait till the next Spider-Man or the next, you know, Insomniac game, whatever it is. It's going to be flat out amazing in a couple of years. Yeah. Just, yeah, man. Can't yeah, so it. Benji posted the same thing you said, Dan, and you're both saying is that, you know, if this is what we're getting now and we're going to get to Halo Infinite because we saw some updates on that this week, too, which is starting to look really, really damn good. It's like, can you imagine what we're going to be seeing, to your point, 2023, 2024, when all these mm. big first party studios for both really start to hit um, with their, you know, their AAA stuff? It's, yep. it's incredible because they're right. I mean, they're not really stretching the limits of these consoles yet. Um, you know, there's a there's a lot more there uh, that can be done. So it's Yeah. Uh, I'm all in on on Ratchet and Clank. I can't wait to. Uh, I think at this point, though, I'm you know I hope they don't show much more. They don't need to. Just just let let May go by. There's plenty of other games, and then we'll jump into it in June. I'm I'm all in when the game is sixty bucks. That's when I'm all in. I'm not <laughs> buying day ones at seventy dollars. I'm just not. PlayStation, you're not getting my extra ten bucks. Just not doing it. <laughs> Oh, I got no problem. Not doing it. Zero issues. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember Fonju being one of the more outspoken ones on the, the $70. I still am. And I I will always say it. $70, it was not necessary. Uh, they did not need to increase the price at all. Uh, the You know, inflation, uh, you know, microtransaction. That's what I say to that. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll actually touch on, we're going to get to fiscal results here shortly. Um, mm -hmm. just the only other thing I wanted to mention uh, this week was uh, PS Plus games for May. PS Plus has been kind of hitting it out of the park lately with some of their offerings. May's not as strong as it has been, but still nice. Uh, so you're getting Wreckfest, uh, the PS5 version, which was upgraded for Series XS and PS5. Uh, so you're getting that in May along with Battlefield Five and Stranded Deep uh, for your games. But 
yeah, and nothing, nothing too crazy to talk about there. So wait, yeah. so wait a minute. The Wreckfest is the next version. It's, I thought it's that the, been re- released until June. Maybe I was. No, nah, I don't know. I th- it's, so it's the PS5 version. It's the PS5 version. Yeah, I don't know when okay. the, if the actual upgrade is already out or coming, but th- that is the PS5 version. Okay, because yes. I know they were charging oh. like ten bucks for it. Yeah, you're like, right. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I mean, I, I knew it wasn't out yet, but I was like, wow, this is... I didn't know which version it was, is what yeah. I'm saying, I guess. Yeah, they clarified it on the PS blog. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So yeah. we're going to do this for Xbox as well, but let's get to fiscal results because this was the week where we got the end of the quarter results, and it's a little bit different because in in for PlayStation, it's the end of their fiscal year. For Microsoft, it's the third quarter. And so, you know, again, right when you start to talk about these numbers, they get broken down in a lot of different ways. So just make sure we're clear on that. But both PlayStation and Xbox, surprise, surprise, both breaking their own record revenue again, uh, which they did last quarter as well. So a couple a couple things we can touch on here for PlayStation. So they've sold through 7.8 million PS5s, which is still ahead of where the PS4 was in its lifetime, which was at 7.6, so just slightly more. Um, but remember, that's with the supply constraints they've had, right, which are, as yeah. we know, affecting series consoles and PS5 pretty badly. Um, PS, PS Plus uh, is up 6 million in a year, up to 47.6, so nearing 50 million PS Plus subscribers. Overall, PSN, kind of like your free just PlayStation Network subscription, uh, up 5 million to 114 million people. Um, But here's the thing I wanted to touch on, as you mentioned the price, Fonz. This is the biggest thing I want to call out. Network services, which includes things like microtransactions, DLCs, uh, anything that you're paying for just online, accounted for 69% of their overall revenue. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, Ains, but I, I've I've preached on this for uh, three years now. Um, I've been telling people that the the most money that play, even PlayStation makes is coming from microtransactions. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. fact. Yep. And and a lot of people want to say, oh, it's their exclusive games. No, it's not. It's no. the microtransactions. That's what's doing it. It's, it's for everybody. It's- it's the same. I was going to say it's the same for every publisher. It's mm. digital yep. revenue is number one by far and away. So within that 69%, so, you know, 70%, two thirds, over two thirds of their total gaming revenue is from network services. And of that, which breaks down to a whole bunch of things, right? But of that, just mm-hmm. DLC and microtransactions make up half, 50% yep. of that. So billions and billions and billions of dollars in that. Their overall (laughs) revenue for the year for uh, gaming, Sony gaming, which of course is PlayStation, is uh, $24.4 billion, which is a record. They broke their own record, which I believe last fiscal year was 21. I'm going off of memory. Um, And and, and you you get... You know, some Sony guys coming after me saying they needed to charge that extra ten dollars per game. <laughs> Come on, I mean, I've been looking at financial reports. Uh, you know, not because I'm one of those guys who pushes, "Hey, look at me! I'm fighting this console war. My my console sold sold more than yours." Yeah. But I've looked at them in in as a consumer, and I've said to myself, "Why are we paying this much for games?" I started looking into this years ago when we started getting a lot of digital games. I'm like, "Why aren't they cheaper?" Yes, you know. But we all know why. The retailers won't allow them to make it cheaper. That's that's the bottom line. Or else they won't sell their console anymore in stores. Yeah. They'll get rid of everything. Games, consoles, because that's why they're not being sold cheaper um, digitally. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair point, too. Very fair point. Um, 
So and 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 we're going to get to Xbox in a second here because we've got some Xbox news to to call through too, some really interesting stuff. But it's just when I yep. when I go through these and every every quarter I do, I sit a down, I go through the actual Sony earnings report, the Microsoft earnings report. Nintendo's actually isn't out yet, but I go through theirs, which is Nintendo's mind blowing. Um, but it is just it's funny how you just see this network services, whatever you want to call it, the digital revenue just increasing and increasing and increasing for all these companies and Activision and EA, Ubisoft, they're all the same, man. It's all the same. Yeah. So. I'm not going to get into it, Victor uh, Peterson, but he's just I'm talking just... about how these games are getting better and costing more. It's not sustainable. It's very sustainable. The, the money talks, it shows. We've had games like Red Dead Redemption 2, which is the most expensive game ever. It's 700 million reportedly, and that game made its money back in three months. That's Without insane. microtransactions. Uh, cyber, cyberpunk was profitable on day one. Yeah. A seven-year development, they spent who knows how much yeah. money making that game. Lots and lots of people I, and marketing. I, 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 could I could debate anybody with this price hike. I don't care who it is. <laughs> I will I will set you straight. Victor, you, you pulled his right. cord, man. You pulled his cord. <laughs> it's, I mean, you, I saw this week, I think, the Epic Games are like, you know, from just Fortnite alone, like where their revenue was coming from, yes. like Xbox and PlayStation were up there where it's like, it was like 40%, 30%, you know, I mean, that's nuts. I mean, if you, I mean, this is why I've been advocating for those, you know, like Madden and FIFA and stuff to go free to play, because that's yeah. where you're going to get, you know, your money from. I mean, if they, if they, if EA just goes, yeah, we're just going to make this free to play on all consoles, then I mean, they're not going to lose hardly anything. In fact, they might make more. I mean, I would, I would think that they would, you know, and more people are going to have the game in hand. You know, Battlefield, I would love them to see just come out and go, yeah, it's, you know, it's a free game, you know. Well, they're, uh, you know, that comes down. Their Battle Royale that's supposedly going to launch in first quarter is going to be free. Right. I make the whole game free because what are you paying you know for, comes, basically? Dan, you know what it comes down to? Build a great game and we right. will buy it. Yeah. 100%. That's it. That is a hundred percent. Or we will accurate. play it. It doesn't, you know, and, and if you build a great game and it's free to play and, and you make your money through microtransactions, which, you know, that's where I'm, I'm fine with it. Free to play games. I, I understand. You got to make your money back. Yeah. Apex so, Legends and, is if, a good one. Yeah. If you make, if you make a good quality game and there's in-game microtransactions there and it's free to play, then by all means support the developers. But yeah, don't put them in my single player games for $60, $70. Like, I right. hate that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gross. I mean, these, you know, I know we say Sony is dead. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just joking around. It is definitely yeah. not dead. Uh, oh, nobody is no dead. Way. No it's way. gross. It's no, disgusting we, we, how much these people are making. Well, we've and, talked about it for years, Dan. It's like uh, the the industry is big enough and growing where it, there's zero problem supporting these three companies and more. Right? There's plenty right. of other companies we don't talk about here because they're not really as relevant in the West. But I mean, right. when you look at what's going on in the East and, you know, as we talk about South Korea, China, you know, other markets, there's other companies that are just doing the same thing. I mean, it's huge. It's going to be a $200 billion yeah. market by next year. Yeah. I mean, you can see, I mean, and there's so many different models to, to choose from, Correct. you know, and, and, and I know people say, you know, well, Sony has to adapt. I mean, they sold, what was it like 70% of all their sales was like, it was like 58 million of those games were exclusive to the Sony. Uh, 17%. Yeah. 65% yeah, so of their sales are now digital, by the way, two thirds. Right. I mean, you, you, you don't, I mean, they can continue this course, you know, until 
they can't. I think they know, you know, that they're going to have to eventually adapt. You know, everybody does. They, anybody in the industry knows that. But at the same time, I think they're fine for years to come, especially if they keep pushing that. Oh, yeah. But you have to, you know, with that, like Don said, you have to have those great games. You have to have those, you know, if you're going to continue on that path, don't slow down. You know, that's why I, when I see like Game Pass and MLB coming out for it and Outriders coming out for it, I want to continue to see that kind of stuff. I mean, that, that thing is going to, I mean, you think it's growing now. I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, if these third party, especially these third party uh, commitments will. and, and contracts. Gonna keep, they they're going to keep doing that, Dan. Oh, they're yeah. going to keep doing that, Dan. Uh, yeah, coming. that's that's There's some bigger want, games coming. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just going to get bigger and bigger. That's what I want. More <laughs> stuff for less money. What it, <laughs> and it, it goes back to uh, exactly what we said at the start. We're, we're in an era where we're more spoiled than ever. I mean, yep. we're, we're getting more I, for less than we ever have. Yeah. Yep. I like Dan. Dan's got a good mind for this, man. He's a consumer, man. I love it. That's I love exactly. it. Thinking like a consumer. That's what I we try to this. preach to people. Think like I, a consumer. I, I Stop right, thinking I don't care about, about you know, Sony. Yeah. Stop thinking like, about Sony and Microsoft's wallets. Stop. Anybody yeah. worried That's about not. Microsoft's wallet needs to rethink no. what they're doing with their time. <laughs> I think last week, uh, like I got yep. so like I know how much of a value Game Pass is to me, and that's all that yep. I care about. Like I don't care like yep. what it does. I have muted it on Twitter. Like I don't want to hear about it. I don't care unless like a game comes <laughs> and then Angel say from something. Now on and every yeah, game that's, you're, you're pretty much happy. Yeah. Like I, I've gotten <laughs> to the point where it's like, tell me what games are coming for it. That's what I want to know. Yep. You know, like I got. That's it. Uh, what was it? Destroy all humans, right? That yeah, yeah, yeah. Test. Right, and I had played the demo. I was like, "Well, I'm going to try it again." And I played, you know, the first couple levels. It's all right, you know. But I mean, it, but I didn't have to worry about dishing out. It's, it's, fun, it's fun to pick it up yeah. and try it. Right, exactly. Yep. So you know, I'm, I'm value is subjective, but at the same time, it, you know, you have to make that decision for yourself. Nobody yep. else can tell you. You know, you can come at me and say, "Game Pass is this incredible value." Yeah, That's as long as there's game in there for you, right? Yeah, as long as there's stuff in there for you, even if it's just two or three games, that's all yep. that it takes, and that's yep. it. Mm -hmm. So, Pays yeah. myself. solid point by Indy here. What's up, Indy? When something's more per unit, it's usually a bespoke item that's especially made or specially made. Games are not; they're sold without limit, especially digital. So, make good games; they'll sell more. It's it's mm -hmm. pretty obvious, but it's fact. Yeah, it's basics. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I know. Uh, Game Pass was talking about second extension this week, right? It's mm -hmm. it's not it's not fantastic. It's in game preview. It's still being worked no. on. Not a great game, but I played like Wednesday night. I think it was me, Mo, and who's I playing with? Jordan? Yeah, me, Mo, and Jordan were playing yes. three player co op. We played for a few hours, had a lot of laughs. It's great. You know what I mean? It's just to get an experience like that that I didn't have to think about. I turned on my Xbox, installed it, played it, had fun. If I want to play it again, it's there. If not, no big deal. It's fantastic. Um, all right, let's jump over to Xbox because we kind of started that transition anyway. So uh, quite a bit of news this week with Xbox, too. So we've got a Halo Infinite update. I won't stay on this too long, but, uh, you know, they're doing those monthly updates for Halo Infinite directly from 343. This one was mostly focused on the PC aspect of it, um, which was, uh, you know, great news for PC gamers. They're going kind of all in on providing a top tier experience here for PC gaming, including ultra wide and super ultra wide support, um, all kinds of keybind mappings. 
cross progression and cross play. So, you know, wherever you just play, it's right there with you. And they're even doing uh, matchmaking based on input device, right? So if you and if your buddy's on PC and you're on Xbox, you can still play together, assuming you're both using a controller, right? Because they, they're not going to allow mouse and keyboard to controller players competing against each other. Um, but a lot of good news here. A few new screenshots, which looked really, really good. Uh, super excited about this. Uh, it goes without saying, right? Um, but uh, it's great to see 343 kind of the path they're on now just feels like a so much better path than it was last year, right? They're, they're doing these monthly updates. They're building hype. They're they're getting core members of the team to speak to certain aspects of the game. And they at the very end, they said, um, you will see Halo Infinite at E3, and uh, they have huge plans for it. So we'll see how they present it. I can almost guarantee it'll be better than the last <laughs> presentation, even though I wasn't as down on it as some. Um, I think, you know, we all know it didn't land with the, kind of bomb that everyone hoped it did. So uh, I fully expect to see that here next. Uh, it's actually only, it's next month, guys. It's May 1st. Next month is E3. It's craziness. It's crazy. I don't think I don't think it was the fact that it was gameplay that looked bad. Because the gameplay looked fine. It looked, gameplay it looked, looked good, fun. Yeah. It, it, it came down to the graphics just not meeting expectation. It was and Craig. I think that's what people did. Craig. You know. That's what it was. Well, it was, got Craig, it was, it was, it was also the uh, the evil guy at the end with no textures on his forehead. That was also yeah, a know. thing that was like, eh, yeah, you know. yeah, just didn't look do? very good. But uh, yeah, it lo- looks better in the uh, new screenshots and stuff that I'm seeing. Yeah. Looks fantastic. So. Yeah. Um, oh, one the one other thing they mentioned too, which I uh, I know guys like me who are into the competitive kind of shooters, especially playing on console, is that uh, it'll have FOV sliders and all of that on console as well at launch, which is awesome. Oh, I, I, have, I have to mention something about you being a competitive, uh, you know, online shooter. Right? Uh-oh. You, when you guys yes. played uh, Fun Speculation a few weeks ago, yeah, you guys were dirty, man. You guys killed them so hard. You know, there was no mercy. And I thought it was just completely unfair. Give them a chance. No. Um, no, you guys were dead ringers, man. You guys were just mopping the floor with them. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it at the time. Um, you know, it's funny. I, in my past, I did play competitive Halo. Um, the Jordan's really good at Halo, one of our, you know, kind of SG uh, brethren and uh, Pat, who I reached out to uh, and and Puma. It's just a good team. And Halo is very, very, very team based more than any other shooter that I play. It's really about coordination with the team. And even if you have good individual players, if you're playing a good team of Mm -hmm. four, you're in trouble. And I think we we demonstrated that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually in their chat and I was like telling them, hey, I got a plan, guys. Next round, don't die. <laughs> they were just <laughs> laughing and stuff. But, but, we uh we actually partied up every round, so we won that, but each round yeah. after we played, uh, we partied up with who we played and played together online against, you know, randoms and just had a good laugh mm-hmm. about it. But yeah, each time they were like, Good lord, man, we couldn't even like move without getting shot. I'm like, that's nope. that's kind of the point. Nope. So yeah. Um that was fun. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. So shout out to uh, Bombers in the chat here, but shout out to uh, Gaming Beyond the Box uh, and Fork and everyone over there who helped host that because it was awesome. A lot of fun. Uh, and we raised good money for uh, Dizzy as well. So shout out. Yeah, and, yeah. And Memorial shout out to Dizzy, man. His yeah. family. Um, <clears throat> so other news coming this week, and I, I was excited about this one. Uh, 
mentioned that there's going to be 50 plus, maybe upwards of 70, 70 additions to getting the FPS boost, you know, uh, uh, treatment next week that Xbox is going nice. to announce. So, I, you know, yeah, we've talked about I was playing Prey, tried Fallout 4, um, you know, Battlefield. A lot of people are playing Battlefield 5 and Titanfall 2 again on, on Series X and playing at 120 frames. So <clears throat> pretty amazing if we're going to get this much of a uh, kind of add to this service because it it is a game changer. It really makes these games feel much more modern. And if there's games you love to play uh, in these, you know, in this list, then it, it's like, yeah. you know, it's like a free upgrade. It's amazing. I absolutely love it. it. Un unfortunately, they can't, you know, have a resolution boost to some of these games because some of these games are yeah. still stuck at 720p. But uh, yeah. no, frames are actually everything, I think. I, I think they mean more than, you know, a resolution bump. But mm -hmm. um, it's good to see that these people, uh, that these, you know, games are getting bumped up like this. Microsoft has such a great, you know, backwards compatibility. Yes thing going on here and 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 it's unmatched by sony or anybody it's it's amazing that that what they're doing here um so I, i'm i'm all about just well i know a lot of people say i don't want to play old games then you know <laughs> if you don't want to play old games why do you buy them <laughs> when you don't have to you know? like i always tell people it's not like we're yeah. losing anything by getting this right this is a this is an additional service and benefit yeah, it's that an you option. have yeah it's, it's an fun. option yeah. yeah, it's an option. I mean, I, yeah, we, I, I know you jumped on Prey. I jumped on Prey. I tried uh, Mirror's Edge. Okay. But um, I don't know if that was at like 60 frames originally. Maybe it was. I don't know. Because now it's at 120 if you have the right technology, right. Um, which I don't. Well, Prey, so, Prey was at 30. Prey was at 30. Prey was yeah. 30. Yeah, I didn't know about Mirror's yeah. Edge, though, because it looked. But that, that game is so very specific to, you know, his visuals are. And I mean, it was all right. I'm excited to see what these 50 games are. Like Bomber says, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, please. Oh, I will yeah. play through Don't the whole thing me. again. Don't tease me. No problem. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. I, I mean, I would stop everything I'm doing, and then I'd be like, Yeah, okay, let's go, Arthur. We got, we got to do this. Yeah. You yeah. Know? You know what's funny about Red Dead Redemption 2? I just have to mention real quick, since you brought it up, Dan. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> I said I, I was playing. I played through the game the first time. You know, I took my time, put oh man, hundreds of hours into that. Then I went into it a second time, and then I got to a point where, right before Arthur was gonna get really sick, and I said, "I can't do this again. I'm just gonna run around as Arthur and just do side stuff." And yeah, I couldn't beat it a second time. It's too much. Man. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think I got to. Oh gosh, I don't even know. I mean, can we spoil stuff? Like, I finished the main game let's just okay. say that right yeah, and then yeah. the the stuff that after at the end i, I didn't it. finish yeah okay. i got mm. part way through it was just it's just so good yeah. um it is yeah so. but i when i chatted with benji this week you know i i asked him the question of you know what's your what do you think is the greatest game of all time or what's your favorite game and out of nowhere i didn't expect it he's like well you know i, I have to say that probably red dead 2 is the greatest written game of all time and i just like applauded i was like yes we have another <laughs> one who sees the light game is incredible man the first one is very good too My it is gosh that's yeah a good one. especially yeah. when you think about when it was released like incredible yeah mo what's up brother happy saturday boys i heard dan is grinding returnal into the late hours of the night i'm proud of you my boy show your nipple <laughs> none of that stuff is true oh dan said i don't want none look of it this, look at this 
I was outside for like five minutes. This is, this is the Puerto Rican in me. You can, this is so much lighter. Maybe it's a shadow. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I gotta go outside. I'll be super tan in like 10 minutes. But now, <laughs> oh my God. Like my farmer tan. It's so yeah. bad. I yeah. used to have them so bad. Like my feet are forever like bleached because I always wear socks. So like everything, like it seems I take my socks off. It looks like I'm still wearing socks. <laughs> terrible, terrible. But, I, I, you know, once I get the nipple rings, I will show them on the show. No, 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 no. no. We're, good. That, We're good. No? We're good. God, yeah. no, moving on. Moving on. Carl right. says it's no Half-Life 2. No, it, it's not Half-Life 2. It's better. So, you know, we only talk in yeah. factuals here. Much better. <laughs> mm. um all right guys we got a couple big things uh to to kind of speculate on here the first is more well they're both solid otherwise we wouldn't be talking about them because we don't talk about just random nonsense rumors but the first is uh you know kind of heard this from a few people and and one of the sources kind of reached out to us which is why we put it up on the site is that uh forza horizon 5 uh has been in development it's near could release this year we will see it this year and it's set in Mexico. So I know that, um, you know, uh, people have been clamoring for Japan for years now. I, I have no idea how Playground Games decides where, but Mexico, if you think about it from a driving aspect, there's a lot, a lot to play with there uh, and could yeah. be very, very fun. So um, let's not forget that Forza Horizon 4, not only continually selling, I mean, not that that really impacts anything, but hugely popular game, but about how well it is optimized for the new hardware, right? And PC, it's incredible. So imagining what they can do, having some um, some time to build a new one for PC Series X and S in Mexico. Wow, man, this uh, we're talking about uh, showcase games. This will be another one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been to Mexico. So I mean, it has to be you know a very specific part of Mexico. <laughs> because, no, no, no offense. I'm just saying I've been to some shithole places in Mexico, but Me too. I've also been to some shithole places everywhere, everywhere else. Right. I would like to see yeah, maybe I, some <laughs> kind of. I'm just saying, like there are some beautiful, beautiful places out there. So, and and, and everybody's you know I, I I don't play a lot of racing games. Horizon is the one I do you know, always, because it's always super fun for at least two to three weeks. And then I usually kind of fade off, but hopefully it'll be, I mean, if it's coming this year, I mean, how the hell is that even like nobody knew about this? Well, you they know? haven't shown it, but the, you right. know, I did, like, I think I told you, I went back and in my mind, I was thinking Forza Horizon 4 had been a more recent game, but it wasn't. We're talking three years ago. It's a 2018 game. It's just that they continually updated it, right? Yeah. And put it on PC. So you've got three years of dev. Um, and remember that Playground Games has grown exponentially yeah. now that they're working on Fable and a few other things. So um, it, it, this would not, you know, this I feel is really solid. Hey, I'm... Sure. I know some people that are kind of disappointed that it's not a Forza Motorsport because that's the one that's going to be a graphical showcase. Next gen only um, too. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, this is cool and you're, you're right. There's a lot of cool places to go around in Mexico. You know, you guys are talking about the, uh, the crappier places and stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's some crappier places, you know, here in California too. So, uh, yeah, that is for sure we're in kansas just yeah. drive about 40 miles west that's it anywhere west of where we're at <laughs> and you're There's, done so it, it, it's all flat in kansas too right uh, no, yeah. no, no mountains pretty yeah. much no, yeah. it, there is nothing here i mean like forza horizon kansas would be the worst idea 
anybody's ever come up with. <laughs> It'd be, be most of just like flying through corn. Oh, it would basically be a top speed run. That's yeah. Then you get to like Lawrence, Kansas, where KU is, and then that you know you'd be like, hey, that's nice, and then you go past it, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not great. <laughs> or could, the worst idea would be uh, Forza Horizon, Southern California. You wouldn't get nowhere. There's too much traffic. So. <laughs> You're just sitting on a highway the whole time. No traffic. Oh, it's called Horizon Six Highway Simulator or Traffic Simulator. Man. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome, actually. Yeah, Sarko in the house. What's up, brother? Skyrim, greatest game of all time. Done. You're welcome. <laughs> Cheers. You're wrong, but good game. definitely a good game sark is a diehard skyrim um but yeah so that'll be interesting i guess we'll find out next month like we said right e3 we expect to see uh obviously we know we're going to see halo infinite we expect to see forza horizon 5 we expect to see starfield um you know we'll see depending on you know how they're lining up where those are going to come so you know just mentioning starfield though is pretty pretty awesome you know if if that were to be shown and even shown because I don't think it's going to come out until spring of next year personally, but I'm, okay. you know, hearing some strong rumors that it's this year and I'm just like, Fantastic. wow. Yeah. Wow. That would be amazing for Microsoft. Yeah. And I think more than anything, like, I think the reason we're all excited going back to Sark's comment, right. Is we're excited because this is Todd Howard's team, new IP. First time it's had yes. an updated engine in a very long time since oblivion. Um, and we know what that team can do when they've had the time and the resources and everything else. Um, so single player sci-fi RPG. I mean, a lot of us have these very big expectations in our head. So it's going to be interesting to see what, what it actually is when they show it, because to, to be fair, we don't really know. We're assuming Skyrim in space or fallout in space. We're assuming yeah. that same type of RPG, but we don't really know. Ains, you had me at single player sci-fi RPG. <laughs> right. That, that right there <laughs> right. is just, uh, I'm in. I'm in. I don't care who who's making it. I'm in. Yeah, yep. no doubt. No doubt. All right. The next interesting one, and this is a little further out, but uh, shout out to uh, Jez, who I think posted this originally. It was further cor- uh, corroborated by a couple other sources, but that um, this whole Project Dragon thing that was kind of going around this week is supposedly that uh, Xbox slash Microsoft, of course, have partnered with IO Interactive. So IO obviously being the Hitman developer. Um, who are staffing up to collaborate on a another fantasy RPG. Um, and it's called Project Dragon as a code name simply because uh, it supposedly has dragons in it. Um, so they're staffing up to support this AAA fantasy RPG, obviously years away yet. Um, the only other thing we saw from this, and I don't know, again, you know, Jez was very clear that, who knows, this is what's on paper, there is a deal here happening, but who knows in terms of game design uh, what it's going to look like years from now. Uh, but there was a rumor that this could be an ARPG uh, and Diablo-like in that vein, which uh, I think is interesting to kind of consider as well. But either way, new IP, Dragons, Fantasy, Xbox, IO. Again, what you just said, I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard rumors... Um... Okay, I, I've heard a rumor that it was the, this one was very very ambitious, like it was okay. very big, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. Like honestly, like any kind of, I I love RPGs. Period. Me Whether too. it be Western or JRPGs, it, 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 you know, if it's got a good narrative, I'm in. And uh, IO Interactive. Now this is 
like all I know them really for is the Hitman series. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they make of this or what they do with this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think it's uh, most interesting, right? Because when it was announced, they're doing James Bond, which is another team. And I see Cool Kill in the chat. What's up, man? This is James Bond. Um, yeah, this and James Bond. Yeah, so they're, they have another team working on the James Bond IP. That one was a lot easier, I think, for people to kind of comprehend because of Hitman. I mean, it's an obvious transition. Yeah, yeah. They seem like a perfect developer for it. Um, but uh, when you're going from that to a fantasy RPG with dragons, you're in a whole different ballpark. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested to see what they do with this. The, the crazy thing is, you know, a few years ago, IO was about ready to kick the bucket, right? I mean, they they, they were they, fighting off uh, cheap acquisitions at the yeah, time. Yeah, cheap right? acquisitions, and yeah. and that they, I think Square owned them right for a little while, and then they got away from them, and then they were and they continued to push. You know, and then continue to put out awesome games. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I love the Hitman series. So, yeah, it's it's I love seeing this. I love seeing, you know, I always think of them as a, a much smaller studio. So I like seeing them kind of, you know, continue to grow, continue to put out more stuff, uh, and and take risks because this is completely, you know, a 180 from I what would, they normally do. Yeah. So I would ask, what do you guys think about the possibility of them? Um, Acquiring IO, man. You know they 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 had an article. I think some the uh, I read something where they they've had offers even recently where they're just kind of like, you know, we're we're kind of doing our own thing right now. I wouldn't care because then I don't yeah. have to pay for the games eventually. If that were to <laughs> happen, but you know, I, I think they they they, they kind of like their independence. I think is what I read. So yeah. you know, yeah. and that's. Fine, do your thing, you know. But who knows down the road? I'm just know, saying anything can happen. Oh yeah, anything for sure, anything can happen. Yeah, 100%. and if you know, it could get to a point. You never know, right? I mean, to your point, anything can happen. But it could get to a point where, depending on how deep this collaboration is, it might it may just make more sense for IO to yeah. to finally agree to something like that. Um, yeah. You know, and, and Xbox today. And the leadership and what they've done in terms of their studios is vastly different from it was even 10 years ago or more when Microsoft really had a reputation for, for harming studios. Uh, I'd say they, eight years, even, yeah, you know? True. Yeah, exactly. It's not that long ago where they had that reputation for really harming studios and, and no one wanting to be part of them. Um, so it's it's come full circle, which is great to see. So um, I think what's to that to that end as well Fonz, what's really exciting is just the investment we're seeing in gaming right we're yep. first party studios on on both are going to be putting out a whole bunch of amazing games we're seeing a lot of third party investment we're seeing new indie studios come up it's just it's the golden age man we're we're living it yeah and and I'd like to add on to what you just said sure. i am more of the mind that i would like to see some of these companies stay independent i okay. think that it's just uh something that um, I think that if they were all swallowed up by, say, Sony and Microsoft, you don't want there to be a chance that they may change their outlook on making games or what they do. Yeah. And I know I know Microsoft is, or even the developers working underneath Microsoft has said that that's not the case. It's still something that I would shy away from and say, I'd like to see some of these smaller guys stay independent and just work with these companies, you know? get paid out for making games for them yeah. and, you know, exclusives for both companies. That'd be fine. Yeah. I think that's where Moon Studios was, right, with Ori, is that 
Will of the Wisp came out, both very celebrated mm-hmm. games. Will of the Wisp, almost a game of the year contender, just fabulous game. Um, yeah. And, you know, there was conversations, apparently, of, of Microsoft or Xbox, whatever. We always say Microsoft or Xbox, same thing. Yeah. Acquiring them. Um, and they basically said, no, you know, we want to stay independent. And, and hey, it's fine. Do it. Yep. Um, yep. Obviously, you're, you're managed well and you're making a great game. So why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So let's get to fiscal on Xbox now. Um, so not as many details that Sony gave because they're a little more, you know, curated in how they do their numbers. And obviously their numbers are, you know, Microsoft has a much bigger scope of what they're focused on for their revenue and their earnings report. Um, which, by the way, Dan, you know, I talk about this. This isn't really gaming related, but I find it interesting is I've talked to you before about uh, Azure, right? And in the mm-hmm. cloud infrastructure space, how they're growing and, and they're slowly catching not slowly even anymore, but catching Amazon is number one in the world. Um, they Their Azure space growth year over year was 50%. 50. Uh, they're mm-hmm. just dominating that space right now for uh, business infrastructure globally, which is crazy to me. That's part of why Microsoft uh, revenue just continues to explode. Um, now that I've bored everyone to tears, let's talk about Xbox. So Xbox revenue, content and services up. 34% year over year uh, to 739 million in this quarter uh, for content and services and overall gaming revenue uh, for Microsoft, which of course is Xbox and, you know, PC and a few things, 50%, 50% year over year increase in this quarter with a revenue of 5 billion, which again is a record for, uh, yeah, for Microsoft yeah. and Xbox. So, to put into perspective how big of a quarter that is, their their gaming Xbox um, record for a fiscal year revenue is like ten point one billion. They broke ten billion for the first time last year in in fiscal revenue. They just made five billion in a quarter. Mm. So that's how fast um, you know that's how fast Xbox is growing. And just keep in mind, as other people have said, right? Sure, you had the new hardware launch, and that plays into it. You had the Bethesda acquisition that plays into it. But these increases in overall revenue are without any first any major first party output. They're not even hitting their first party major games yet. Um, and they're hitting these kind of numbers. I mean, the growth here is is going to be phenomenal over the next few years. Yeah. And game and game pass isn't really making money right now either. And And so, you know, when that starts to make money, that'll be a big boon for them, too. Well, especially once you're getting, you know, we've talked about it many times here, right? But you're at 22, 23 million right now, but it's escalating. So you start yep. to see that 30 plus, 35, 40 plus, the first party starts to hit. I think I posted last week, like, just wait to see these numbers until they're at 50 million subs and first party output is in cycle. It's it's going to be. Yeah, it's, uh, getting, it's getting big. Yeah. yeah it's going to get huge. bigger. Game Pass is just going to get huge, I think. Um, yep. I just see it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so. it's, it's. I mean, this this is one of the reasons why you know I hate talking about numbers and stuff because it's awesome to see because I know that's a lot of that's going to be reinvested right into mm-hmm. you know the service into first party content into building a better infrastructure for you know their cloud gaming for you know everything potentially you know making a new console you know seven down years down the road or you know getting an update to this one you know i I don't know you know it's being able to you know you want to see this you want to see 
continued growth, you know, you just don't want them to stagnate. And I think COVID helped that for the entire industry, you know, with people staying at home, needing more entertainment. Game Pass, like you guys said, is, you know, really, you know, starting to blossom and, and, and give, give us, you know, more and more content every month. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing. So <laughs> it's, that's the way I always look at these financials. It's like, yes, just keep, you know, keep winning guys because yeah that's the thing you know. is like this record revenue doesn't directly impact us right mm -hmm. like I, I the numbers are what they are but to your point what it means is this the industry's growing and you're seeing that reinvestment right both we already know xbox is investing like no other time i mean they're out of control with what they're investing into the future of gaming but you're seeing playstations say the same things right mm -hmm. they're increasing investment in the first party output and they're they're doing things that are just go that are going to directly benefit us you know, for the foreseeable future. It's all that matters. That's right. You and my games. The consumer, the consumer. That's right. <laughs> all right, man. Let's, uh, some Call of Duty stuff I want to get your guys' opinion on. Um, and, and again, you know, Activision, going back to this whole microtransaction and how they're managed and what their Ooh. focus is. But, um, you know, Activision kind of known as probably one of the worst in that regard and how they're managed and basically just a revenue driven <laughs> solely company, right? That's all they're looking at yeah. that bottom line. So <clears throat> this shouldn't surprise. Uh, but if you remember last year, last year was supposed to be sledgehammers call of duty in 2020, because they have those three developers It's supposed to be every three years, you they know, it was infinity war Treyarch sledgehammer the game was supposedly a mess and so what they did was they they brought over other help they made everyone focus on cold war which wasn't supposed to release till this year and they they rushed it out put it out last year and as we know it didn't do as well as many other recent call of duties especially modern warfare mm. now coming into this year this was supposed to be sledgehammer's year again so for 2021 this fall what we're hearing now is the game's still a mess, and I don't really know what's happening, obviously, the details, but it will not be Sledgehammer's Call of Duty releasing this year. And in fact, Sledgehammer has now been uh, delegated to be a support studio, and that this year they're going to have wow. to release Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, uh, which is going to be kind of their big hmm. Call of Duty release for the year. Not a new entry, which we haven't seen in a long time for Call of Duty, because they always have a new entry. Um, and that they're just going to do big Warzone updates for 2021, that's it. No new mainline Call of Duty this year. Um, in addition to that, we saw yesterday or maybe the day before that Toys for Bob, and if you don't know who Toys for Bob, it's one of Activision Studios who actually did Crash Bandicoot 4 uh, and helped with the Crash Bandicoot games. They have now been relegated to, I think I said delegated previously, I meant relegated, relegated to a Call of Duty support studio as well. So what this means, if you're paying attention, is that every single studio under Activision, not Blizzard, that's separate, right? But every single studio under Activision is now working on Call of Duty. Um, now, it's obviously their cash wow. cow. We know how much money Call of Duty makes. It's billions of dollars per year. Um, but it is sad, at least to me, that out of all these resources, all these companies, the things we know they can do, like Crash Bandicoot 4 and other titles, right? It's just Call of Duty. That's it. That's all Activision is really kind of focused on right now. That's gross. I think that's, that's you know, in a way I look at it and I say, well, good for them for trying to make this hopefully the best Call of Duty they can make. But, man, I, I just, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Call of Duty games anymore. Uh, 
Like, I used to play the campaigns back in the day, and that's pretty much it. Like, I rarely ever touched the online multiplayer aspect yeah. of the game. And then they started getting to the point where these campaigns were like four hours long, and it's like, really? Okay, I'm not spending 60 bucks on that. Yeah. Um, but I've been more of a fan, even online, of uh, Battlefield anyway. Like, I was more of a Battlefield guy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a good thing they're trying to make this good, but at the same time, um, how many of these uh, people are trying to come up with new ways of gouging us in microtransactions and DLCs, you know? Because yep. you know that's coming, too. I mean, Oh, yeah. Activision made five. Uh, uh, God, I always get these off the top of my head, but I, I'm pretty sure last fiscal year, Activision made over $5 billion from microtransactions, mm, mm, yeah, which see, is primarily listen, Call people, of Duty. Listen, Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and a lot of gamers don't hear that, you know, they, they they don't look into that and they don't hear it. So they think automatically, oh, they're going to charge 70 bucks for their game. Oh, they need it. It costs a lot of money to make. It's like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> look at all those billions they're making in the microtransactions alone. So yep. it's not. They, yeah, they literally have a blueprint that they have. You know, it's theirs with, with Warzone. They, you know, they don't yeah. have to put out this Call of Duty every year. They're going to do a campaign. Do a you know do an eight hour campaign charge me thirty bucks and have it come with some DLC for Warzone you know and maybe that'll entice people to buy it you know that that's all you really need to do and you don't need to have a three year you know cycle on something like that it used to just be Treyarch and uh, God who the hell Infinity was it Ward. Infinity Ward right yeah Infinity Ward yeah. now they got three and they can't pull it off I'm not even sure what's going on here you know uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's I mean, that's, I'm with you, Fonz. I only play the campaign, and I might jump into the multiplayer for five minutes, and then I'm like, oh, Battlefield's way better. Even, like, old Battlefields yeah. are way better. So it, it's, it's I, I don't play Warzone. I think this is insane that every single Activision studio is now working on COD. So, I mean, that sucks. I think there's a lot more. Because <clears throat> didn't, they, didn't they pull over the guys that did Tony Hawk, too? Vicarious right? Visions. No, Vicarious oh, Visions are they, are they is working, working on, on um, they're working on Diablo Resurrection. Right. Okay. Yeah. I get them. You know, that's yeah. fine. No I skateboarding guess. in COD. No skateboarding yeah. in COD. Or in Diablo. <laughs> or in Diablo for that matter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just, I, I don't understand how, I mean, th these teams have to be humongous. And oh, they have, three yeah, they have many, many people. Hundreds, yeah. hundreds. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you cannot put out yeah. a, the same basic game every, you know, three years. I mean, with I the mean, same engine. There's no difference. I mean, I don't understand why. Like, it, like how hard is like? I'm not a game developer, so I don't want to sit here and shit on them. But I mean, it, at the same time, maybe you know, do something. You know, it's like that yeah, meme yeah. where the guy like pokes the thing with a stick. You know, I mean, that, that's that's what I see every time I see COD in Activision. You know, all all the while, all I think of is like that fucking Bobby Kotick guy sitting in his you know, cyberpunk chair and, you know, smoking a big old fat cigar, you know, that, that's what's happening. Why, why you know, it's gotta be a I'm just saying, I'm just, he's probably, I, I know, think about, mafia. I'm just telling you that's, that's your, I, that's I think your about brother. Two, it's, it's the same. It's the same with 2k games, man. They're the, they're the same with, with their every games. Year. It's like the re every year. It's the same game. And you know they use a lot of the same assets, and it's sixty, seventy, oh no, seventy dollars now for those sports games. And yeah, the next gen ones, yeah. What is that? Gosh, Fonz, there's a lot of extra development and time they need to be paid for that went into those games. I know there's so much. 
development that goes into taking the same courts and the same freaking arenas, bringing them over, and they still have the year 2020, you know, in the arena. Yeah, yeah I've seen all that those videos where they, come up, they show you. Oh, this is the same exact assets. It's like, what yep. are you doing? You're paying for a roster change. That's yep. it. That's right. That shouldn't be 70 bucks. I agree. By the way, I didn't mean to miss this super chat. Baz Cryptkeeper, good to see you, man. Thank you so oh, much. Four ninety nine. Drink on me, Fonz, or towards a seventy dollar game. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, that's, that's awesome. that, that four ninety nine can go towards uh, the stress level of Ains because he's playing Returnal and he's going to have a hard time <laughs> with that game. He needs it. I've got to. Uh, I've got to. I got to wrap it up, man. I got Resident Evil this week to get to. That will not yeah, wait. Yep. Dan's jumping into that too. I know. Um, bomber, uh, bomber has the best comment of the day. If Activision so focused on Call of Duty, why the f isn't it ever fixed? <laughs> True yeah, words, it's bad. True words. But that that goes back to like Cold War, you know, being having so many issues was because it was rushed and it was pieced together. Um, and it's yeah. just, yeah, there's there's some bad management there that just, we could go on about. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, man. So uh, that was really the core of the week. You know, I was going to talk a little Nintendo as well, but I mean, our audience and me, I know Dan, we're, they've got Pokemon Snap. I know that. Really? I had no idea it came out. Pokemon Snap's out. I know that's big for a lot of people. It's just not, it's not our audience or what we normally talk yeah. about. So uh, I've got nothing to say. They didn't release their fiscal results. They they sold 9 billion more Switches, I'm sure, um, you know, and, yes. and made trillions of dollars damn it like i have three switches in my house you're part of the problem wait a minute i have three and guess how many i have on my gaming shelf plugged into my tv zero yeah but like everybody else has my switches so we have six where are you looking at a panel of three what are you yelling at me for oh okay i thought you six in your house no 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 why why can't nintendo just make a traditional console that you know is up to par with what we're working with now and get that. some multi-platform d- uh, development on that console again, and and I would buy it. And and ha- I say I would buy it. I buy every console anyway. But <laughs> I just would. W- I wish they would go back to that. Because that's your point with honestly, the GameCube, point, right? The GameCube's yeah, the last. Point, yeah. Yeah, and and at one point Nintendo was ahead of the curve. They they were the ones that were in the forefront of innovation. Yeah. And then what happened? Like they just decided, eh, we're just going to stay behind. Yeah. Now you know, they're just on so momentum weird. now. Now like they 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 made that curve and then they just kept going. Now they're just like, ha ah, ha, look at you guys still buying our stuff, you idiots. Yeah, uh, and they they just they're just coasting on goodwill from the eighties. Well, we've talked yeah. about People it, right? Love it. Their yeah. success, I think, a big part of their success is because they merged their two markets. They merged console and handheld market into one. Mm-hmm. Um, so whereas we used yeah. to look at how the Wii was selling, com- or let's say the GameCube. Used to look at the GameCube selling compared to the the SD, you know, they get the Game Game Boy SD or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to break those out. Now it's one. They don't make a 3DS anymore. It's a Switch. Yeah, you just have to switch. And so their numbers, yeah. when you compare them one to one to straight consoles, are just astronomical. Because the 3DS sold like 100. I mean, it's way up there. 140 million, 150 million units. But man, just imagine a a real traditional Nintendo console again with you know third party support and amazing 4k games and i, I know man love it. i would love it too yeah i would love it I, yeah and the problem is right you get some of these third party developers trying to squeeze games onto the switch uh let's look at yeah. say wolfenstein right um 
Yeah. And, and, and it's if it's undocked, <clears throat> excuse me, when it's undocked, if I, I'm going off of memory here, so if I get this wrong, don't kill me. Um, but it's something like 560p. It's like, <laughs> what, what are you uh, doing? Like, it's 2021. Like, what are we even talking yeah. about at this point? It's, it is frustrating for guys like us who grew up with Nintendo. To your point, Super Nintendo was a excellent system. Um, Nintendo 64, you know, kind of walked that weird line in the cartridge CD era. But then GameCube, they worked with IBM on GameCube. And they, you know, they kind of pushed the chip space at the time. And then they just went, they went much more into the mainstream, I won't say gimmick, but mainstream kind of, you know, I just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of walks that line, right? Yeah, I would. <laughs> and I think the success uh, the of the Wii. Wii basically decided their direction at that point. It, it, it kind of decided to say, look, we did so, su- God, man, I'm like choking over here. We did so well with the Wii that we don't have to be at the forefront of technology yeah. and, and power because we can do it this way. Yeah, whatever works mm-hmm. for him, man. You know, yeah. I mean, you could, I mean, they, they literally put out a console and have, you know, I would say 60 to 70% of their games are basically, you know, rehashes from the, you know, the Wii U and it's, 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 just, and they sell and I, it, and I don't yeah. understand the whole concept. Mario, you know, so love that stuff. not to interrupt you, Dan, but Mario, to your, I'm just emphasizing your point. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best selling game on the switch yeah. and it's a, it's a Wii U game. Um, yeah. And sold, and it sold. To be clear, it has sold. I want to say upwards of 34, 35 million copies. That's more than any Xbox or PlayStation game. Gross. I mean, first part. Yeah, you part. know what's sad yeah. about that? You know what's sad about that, Dan? I have that on the Wii U, and I also have that on the Switch. Because that's so do one I. game I do play yeah. with the kids. So yeah. do I. This yep. is the problem. Yeah, we play. Yep. But yeah, but I mean, that, problem, something like Dan. that is, you know, it, 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 that, that game, it, it, they knew it. So they, they knew it would just transcend, you know, it's just like, we don't really have to do much yeah. and just, you know, and people will pay it. Now, a lot of the, you know, after the first year, a lot of those consoles came with but, the game anyway, but, but it's just insane. But if they made a traditional console and they I'm had a powerhouse man. of a console and the Mario Kart looked like Ratchet and Clank, it would be even better. Like, yeah. You know, <clears throat> Listen, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm with you There's in so much Fairyland here, Fonz. I'm, I'm there yeah. in the in yeah. dream. And, and, but it's just, you know, they, they see they the care. success they have yeah. right now, and they don't care. No, they don't. Yeah. You know, and and, and again. About... Sorry, Fonz, go yeah. ahead. No, I was going to say they were get, they're talking about a Switch Pro coming out, and it's, pro, it's you know, in handheld <laughs> mode, you might get 720p on those 580 games, you know. Uh, it's, yep. it's so weird. So it is. Weird. I, I, we, we j- kind of joke about them and I, and we do report on their news and, and we'll absolutely talk about it, but there's just not, they haven't had a lot to talk about. Um, there's just not a lot happening there like there is with PlayStation and Xbox right now. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I did want to bring it up, but yeah, it is, yeah, it yeah. is a little frustrating. Um, and they, you know, just like, um, PlayStation and Xbox, they're, they're breaking their own record revenue numbers. I mean, they're, they're pulling in so yeah. much money. And to, to look at them in 2021 and see the switch and the type of uh, technology it contains, uh, and then to look at their online infrastructure and their friend system and uh, all the, the connectivity, you know, all these things that PS uh, is pushing, Xbox is pushing heavily. I mean, they're crushing it. It just it's so disappointing for someone, for guys like us that grew up with Nintendo yeah. being at the forefront. And I think that's probably why we complain yeah. about it. 
That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, it's like, you know, they know their target audience and we were that target audience <laughs> 20 years ago, yeah. you know? And so now we're like, wait a minute, you forgot us. You know, you're, you're still doing the same shit you did, you know, back exactly. in the nineties. And, and what, but you know, what happened to us? You know, what do you, what, what do we do to you guys that, <laughs> <laughs> that you, that you, you know, shunned us and, you know, but they, they, you know, I, I know, you know, it's just, Younger people, you know, they, they they haven't changed their target audience since 1985, you know, so it's always been the same. <laughs> they know exactly who they're catering to. Which tells we me they, kinda, forgot, they forgot where they came from because we're yeah. the ones who built them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I hate them. I hate them so much. <laughs> but, but we still buy their, their yes, consoles and their products. Uh, because he said, we, don't we, get we me wrong. I hate them as you have three switches in the house. Yes. Three. Well, I mean, yeah, two and, and then two, a switch so. light. So I'm going to say two and a half, two and three quarters because of the money I spent on it. Yeah. Walter, traditional Nintendo console with a new Metroid. I would take a new Metroid Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. Same, same. Give me something, you know. Be like, hey, we remember you guys. No, we don't. Uh, Kev says, in fact, Nintendo gamers are not capable of seeing more than 720p. But to Fonz's point, that's funny. The funniest part about that pro rumor, remember, that I was ranting about, Dan, is they said the even the Switch Pro, the screen's going to be 720p. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's, yeah. What are you it's talking about? This is, what it boils down to is anytime we talk about Nintendo, we talk about it from our point of view, from we our do. perspective of we're old and we remember the good old days and we, we want that to continue because they were, you know, it was always something, you know, new and fresh. Nintendo would, you know, and we, you know, and we were kind of blind to it because we saw that they were almost kind of doing it way back in the day, but it just, you know, it was, it was so little, it it, it didn't take much. Now we see, you know, with Sony and, and Microsoft entering the, the, the gaming space, you know, however long ago now, you know, now we start to see, you know, Oh, this could happen, but Nintendo, you know, chooses to stay in their line, you know, in their lane yeah. and just continue to feed us the stuff. And there's, you know, that's not to say there isn't, there aren't some games that are, are fine. It's just, you know, it's a different audience. And yes. I, you know, I, I, I shouldn't, they, I shouldn't hate them because they're trying to make mm-hmm. money, but I hate no, them I don't because hate they're their, trying to make money. I don't hate their hustle. I, I don't hate their hustle. I just yeah. hate their game and I just hate the, what they're doing, you know, like, uh, how they're yeah. doing this and stuff. It's like, but yeah, make all the money you want, but right. man, don't forget about us that like those traditional consoles as well. Um, yes. I'm with you know, you, man. But you know what? That's what it is. At the end of the day, it comes down to them just basically <coughs> having that switch. Handhelds right. are huge in the Asian markets. Handhelds are huge, you know, outside of the U S it's that that's what most people play on, you know, is handhelds. Most right. of, yeah. It's true. And then you're being sure, directly yeah. competing with, you know, I mean, they, they, they know that Sony and Microsoft are sitting there and they, that's a whole different, they'd have to really, cause they're really not competing with them right now. They've got, they've got such a different part of the market. I think yeah. that, you know, now it's just like, well, you know, we're going to let them have that because that's theirs. You know, they're going to have these, you know, amazing 4k 60 frame per second games and stuff like that. We're going to continue to bring Nintendo to you. And Nintendo has just changed since so much. It's been through yeah. so many different, you know, faces, you know, since when we started playing. Well, and so, I think you're emphasizing the point, right, that we touched on earlier, which is the market can 
is so big now and there's yeah. so many people playing games and there's so much revenue spro- spread so broadly across the globe that it can mm-hmm. each each of these three mm-hmm. i mean playstation xbox always get talked about because they, they're very similarly aligned you know yeah. in the console space in the gaming space but all three are just growing and making record revenue and there's space for all three to do that and continue doing that and i think you're right i think nintendo's mm-hmm. just walking that line yeah. By the way, cool kill in the chat. He said they got Pokemon Snap, Monster Hunter Rise, Zelda Skyward remake. Fair enough. Ace Attorney. He said put respect on their name. <laughs> <laughs> it's trust me. It's not that we don't. Res- I mean, you're probably looking them. at three guys who respect. literally lived Nintendo for years. I Absolutely. mean, that was that's our childhood. Yeah. It's just uh, as Vaughn said. It's like it's almost and Dan said too. It almost feels like they kind of forgot about us. You know, as as the guys who grew up with them. They're they're not really putting out uh the industry leading i would say stuff that we expect from them a metroid prime 4 would <clears throat> bridge that gap even at a 1080 30 you know on the it would switch. help it would i mean it would it would help so much like something like that you know and and i'm not going to take away because zelda is you know one of my favorite franchises so you know i still love that too you know i'm really looking forward to you know Whatever the hell is coming out, the new Zelda, <laughs> you know, not not the remake, yeah, Breath, yeah, of, the Breath of the Wild too, yeah, and and so, yay, you know, but at the same time, come on, man, yeah. I mean, literally Metroid, yeah, it's, it's just like, hey, you get a plant, all you need to do is water it every once in a while, you know, or it sits there and will. Do you remember the? Do you remember the reaction they had just for the splash screen of Metroid, yes, right. um, sure Metroid 4 back? Gosh. I mean, this was years ago. And yep. I, even I was like, oh, my gosh, Metroid, yes, finally. But then nothing. Crickets. Like, literally nothing. Literally nothing. I mean, the only thing we know about it is they restarted development because it wasn't going as planned, and they brought in new leadership for it. Gee, I yeah. wonder why. Could it be the switch? Could it be the power of the switch or the lack thereof? You know, I mean, they I don't mean, even have to work as hard. That's the thing. It's like we don't have to push the limits because there aren't very many. You know, the limits are so small that you can just go like, yeah, we don't have to do that much work. <laughs> really, we don't. Gosh, I miss that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I well, I'm glad I brought it up because that turned into a funny side note. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's like. Sometimes when I'm writing the notes or, you know, taking care of the site through the week and I'm like, you know, because we do, we like to talk about all the platforms and it's like, I'm almost looking for Nintendo news. Um, and it's just, mm-hmm. there's just not a lot to talk about. Even look at their last couple. Um, what are they called? Direct. Nintendo Say Direct. Nintendo Direct. Direct. Thank you. Thank you. I was saying state of play. Uh, yeah. Their last couple Directs have been just, you know, uh, just, you had, you had Mario <laughs> Golf. Mario Golf was in the last yeah, one, right? That's coming that. out next month. And yeah. it's like, okay. It's this- it's, cool but i mean it's mario it's kind Ball. Of the same way it's kind of the same way when you look at anything like i'm sure that's you know you do this for every podcast but like when i make videos it's the same thing it's like well what news was there this week? like what what am i gonna yeah. cover so i gotta like try and like you know oh, okay i'll put this out and then i'll i won't think anything of it i'll say yeah that's kind of a dead video and then people love it and i'm like oh okay you know maybe that was okay to talk about so sometimes you just find things and put it out there and you find out like here we had a good discussion on it and it was fun yeah yeah it's uh but yeah i i you know i know we harp on it and we don't mean to and if you're a nintendo fan listening i think it, it should be clear that 
the reason we talk about it is because we yeah. want to see new things from Nintendo. We want to see them push more boundaries. And mm-hmm. I really wish we had yep. three platforms that were pushing those same boundaries as we do too. Because <laughs> uh, we, yep. we just don't, you know. Well, it's just like your kids, you know. You, you want them to succeed. So, you know, you got to push them. You know, but, you know, then when they come back and they're like, yeah, I just knocked up the, you know, neighbor lady. You're like, oh, well, shit. They, you, know, that's, <laughs> you know, then you're disappointed. You're just like, God damn it. You know, this is where we're at now. You know, so it's, you know, oh, it's, wow. you got to keep pushing. That's never happened. That yet. took a turn. That, yeah, yeah, that I'm took just a saying, turn. you know, you got to, you got to push them. You got to push them, you know, and, and, and sometimes they fail you and they, they grow up to be, you know, stuff. So your yeah, kids watch this, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes you have your favorites, you know, and exactly. You know, I look at my daughter, I'm like, well, I don't know where she came from. It's obviously from the mailman or something because your daughter is crushing it, man. It's awesome. killing it out there, but you know, and then and then I look at everybody else, I'm like, hey, you know, I love them, (laughs) so I still love the Nintendo. You know, but you know, so you're saying Nintendo is not your daughter right now. No, I don't even know what Nintendo is or what my daughter is. She's like, I don't know. She's like a mix between all of them. You know, <laughs> she's an X station. Gotcha. The X station. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So <laughs> let me uh, talk a chat on a few things that a uh, lot going on uh, this past week and upcoming. So uh, if you missed it, I sat down with Benji Sales, who uh, I know our community knows last weekend, published that this week. Great conversation about, uh, you know, his background in gaming industry analysis, uh, how he's getting into it, what his plans for the future are. He may be working in the industry in the future. Uh, agrees that Red Dead Redemption 2 is the best written game of all time. So, you know, you know, he's to be respected. Um, Joe's yes. in the chat, by the way, who, uh, for lack of a better word, shits on Red Dead 2 all the time. So, chat, if you want to just what? quickly take take the pitchforks to him. Uh, Bonds, he's, he's young. He's a young kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's naive. He's still growing up. You know what I mean? He'll learn. He'll learn. get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Returnal. So I talked about it, you know, early on in the show, still playing through a review this week. Stay tuned for it. Uh, we will have Resident Evil impressions this week as well. I'm doing the review for that as well. So uh, a lot to come on that Jeez, in the future. Man, when does that come out? Tuesday? This week, Friday. Well, Friday, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I interviewed a gentleman named Aiden Alexander, who you may not know. He is a developer who worked uh, with uh, David Jaffe on uh, Drawn to Death. And he also uh, worked on Oddworld, the one that just released Soulstorm for the PlayStation 5. He was the one who actually posted about his credit, his name and his company's name being left out of the credits of Oddworld, which created like this storm of publicity, you know. Uh, But I sat down with him to talk about just game development, how we got into it. And he actually offered a lot of advice for people looking to get into the gaming industry, whether you be a programmer, artist, developer, or what have you. So check that out. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Good dude. Good dude. So check. The- God, dude, I need some more water. I don't know what's going on with my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. That is on the site. I'm also reviewing a uh, Bluetooth controller for the iPhone that I've been using with xCloud now that the uh, iOS beta is up as well. So look for that video this week. It's uh could be a good alternative to the, um, the Kishi and the Backbone. Uh, and it's a little bit cheaper as well. So it almost makes your uh, iPhone or tablet, whatever, feel like a switch. Funny enough that we're talking about that. It's uh, much more like that. So take a look for that. And lastly, we have uh, episode four of Cast Co-op going live later this week as well with myself, Joe. And uh, if we invite Joe, you know, I need to talk to him about Red Dead 
too before we mm-hmm. invite him again. We'll see. Um, and Luke from my Xbox expansion pass. So thanks for all the support we've gotten on that so far. <sighs> I've been busy. Anyway, a lot yeah, coming yeah. from season gaming reviews, content. Stay tuned here and at the site because there's uh, there's a lot on the way. But before we head out, obviously, Fonz, I want to thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, Absolute man. Pleasure. Oh, man. Pleasure. Good time. You're always welcome. Uh, honestly, always welcome. Just hit me up cool. and we'll we'll make time. Um, I also, you know, we've already kind of chatted on it briefly, but we're going to sit down in the future. I want to talk to you for my other series that we do as well, because I'd love to just sit yeah, down and yeah, go definitely. through your history. That'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. But, uh, you know, shout out <clears throat> your channel, what you're up to, your new show and uh, where people can find you, man. Okay, uh, my channel is Fonzarelli Gaming. Uh, that's two R's and two L's in there, by the way, because uh, a lot of people have a hard time finding my channel because really? of the name spelling. Yeah, uh, if you misspell it, it doesn't pop up and uh, that sort of thing. But anyway, okay. you can find my content there. I make at least a video a week, and plus now I'm doing every other Sunday I'm doing a show called uh, Games Talk Live where I sit down with somebody maybe from the community or from the industry and we just have a one-on-one chat on games in the industry and, and have fun with it. And uh, outside of that, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jay Fonzarelli. But, uh, yeah, I, I prefer you guys to go over to my YouTube channel. I like that better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah boy, you, Twitter at all costs. I have fun with it, man. <laughs> like, honestly, if you watch my videos, if you see any kind of dry humor or whatever or anything in there, I, it, I just like to have fun with these videos. It's not... To me, it's not really serious, serious. Yeah, I can get serious on a topic, but I just love talking about this uh, industry and these games. I love it. I have yeah. fun with it. Yeah, and if uh, you know, if you came into the show late um, and you didn't hear us at the beginning, um, <clears throat> Dan and I were speaking to our appreciation for Fonz's video. So if you haven't checked it out before, um, definitely check it out because they are unique. Uh, you put a lot into them that I, I don't see from any other people. I see a lot of people kind of doing this templated, if for lack of a better word, templated kind of video where it's like, you know, I'm this person, here's some gaming footage, here's what happened this week, and it's very samesy. Yeah. Um, and yeah. what I really yeah. appreciate from your videos is they're not. They're, they have your unique sense of humor and, and other things in it, which which really enjoyable. Thank you. So. Agreed. <clears throat> All right. So we're going to head out. Um, as always, chat, you've been awesome. Thank you so much for coming by on Saturday. And uh, if you're listening to us audibly, as I always say, thank you as well. Really appreciate the support. But that was Season Game and Big Cast 152, and we will see you next week. Peace.